Hi, this is Joe Feeks, editor of Poultry Health Today. And with me is Dr. Luke Borst. He's a veterinarian and associate professor at North Carolina State University. And you're also an anatomic pathologist. And I can't think of a better person to talk to about woody breast. I mean, this is a problem that the poultry industry in the U.S. has been looking at for the last three or four years. But from what I've read and heard, we're really no closer to figuring out what the cause is. Where, where do we stand with woody breast? Yeah, that's an interesting topic. The, uh, you're right, we aren't really um, understanding exactly what the underlying um, causes are for that disease. It's a new disease and we're looking at some of the initial factors that uh, play a role. And it probably is a, uh, one of those diseases that's a multifactorial disease. And why do you call it a disease? Because I, I think of woody breast mm -hmm. and we think about you know tough chicken breasts and the lesions and so forth. Is it a disease? Well, yeah. So it's um it's not normal, right? So uh, uh, there's lesions there that are you can feel grossly. You can see it with your hands. You can um, you can feel the the firmness. That firmness you feel is scar tissue. It's fibrosis, um, and that's because there's uh, when you look at it under a microscope there's. Uh, inflammation and there's replacement of the muscle fibers with fat and scar tissue and um, yeah it is a it is a disease but we just don't know the causative organism we, well so that's the question is it an infectious disease so there's different kinds of diseases right so there's infectious diseases there's uh, degenerative diseases there's diseases uh, that have all kinds of different causes toxic kind of things and so uh, as a pathologist that's what we study is the how a disease forms and so when uh, we look at a new disease like this, we really look at the tissues and try and see if the reaction pattern can tell us something about how the disease got there. And pattern, I think, is a key word here. Uh, what sort of patterns, if any, have you seen in flocks that have been uh, battling this, this woody breast problem? Sure, I think, um, so some of the studies we do is, uh, we see it in the field for sure, um, but we do uh, experimental studies of it too, and. Um, one of the things that we've observed is it's, it's easy to reproduce. If you grow the chickens um, with a fast growth, growth rate and they get very heavily muscled, um, they will often manifest uh, the changes associated with ruddy breast. And um, so that's interesting. When we look at the, the tissues themselves, uh, we see that there are some changes there that are suggestive of an infectious agent. So there's um, inflammation uh, around vessels and there's death of the myofibers, which are the muscle cells, and then there's um, the scar tissue that I was mentioning earlier. So um, when, when you, you look at woody breasts, though, uh, I mean, this isn't something that you can see until it gets into mm. processing, right? There's no way of looking at a live flock and say, this bird's a candidate for woody breast. So that's interesting. So you can do, um, so what you're talking about is an antemortem test, like so yeah. before it's been killed. And uh, in severe cases, you can actually palpate the breast muscle and you can feel it. And one of the things that you're mentioning here is exactly right, is uh, the disease manifestation, really the only ones that you can see and touch and the lesions are the most severe. And so if you think about the lesions of woody breast, um, the changes you can see under the microscope, there's those are much more, many more birds in a flock are affected than those that um, present with the disease. But you can feel it and you can touch it and you can, and you can see, um, but it's not something that really uh, adversely affects the behavior of the bird or the overall health looking at the bird. They don't present with a clinical manifestation like lameness or respiratory disease like we think of other, other diseases. And to your knowledge, is this problem exclusive to the United States or are they seeing it 
in Europe and Latin America, for example? Most of the stuff I know is from the United States, but I, I do think it's a global problem. The, the global um, industry groups that we work with are, are worried about it in their other systems. It does seem to be more, um, and maybe that's just because that's the bias that we work up is the more of the, the American cases. So you can call it a disease, but it, it sounds like it's something that the industry may have created. Is, well, is that so, an accurate statement? Well, so how did it begin, right? So yeah. we definitely, um, so we're not, we're not sure of the underlying cause. We do know that um, things that impact muscle health, like uh, high growth rate, so now we're growing birds that have a lot of muscling, and compared to their, their heart and lung size, those things haven't changed. Yeah. But the, uh, and actually if you look at the heart and lung size as a function of the total body weight, those things are declining as we make a, a more muscled bird. Mm -hmm. And so when you think about what muscle needs to survive, it needs nutrients and it needs oxygen. And if you, if you remove the capability of the, the heart and lungs to oxygenate the tissues, that puts the muscle in a scenario where it's kind of on the edge, let's say. And then if you add another insult to that, like um, one of the lesions of woody breasts is that the, the vessels that feed the breast muscle have inflammation in them. And so if you, if you add another insult like that, then you can maybe tip the scales so that the, that the muscle then is, uh, can't survive because it's got too little oxygen. And so that's a, we're, that's a kind of pathogenesis we're looking at now where it seems like there's some um, genetic factors, maybe the, the, the size of the bird, there's some um, management factors, like how we grow birds very quickly. And there's maybe an, an infectious disease component that we haven't ruled out yet that's causing this vascular lesion underneath. And so things that cause this type of vascular lesion that we see in these birds are, are mainly viruses. There has been a lot of talk over the last year or so about slow grow chickens. Uh, people can debate whether how efficient they are or lack, not, not efficient. Uh, they will point to the increased carbon footprint that goes yes. with a bird like that. Um, but, but do we need to maybe tap, on the, tap the brakes a little bit well, with, with the, the growth rates on these birds? Well, it's interesting. It's a, it's a debate that I think the industry needs to have. The, um, I do think the rapid growth rate is contributing to this particular disease manifestation. Uh, we see, interestingly, we, the, some of the work that I'm going to uh, present is uh, we compared the modern broilers with this Athens Canadian random bred bird, which is a 1950s genetics. So that bird grows um, about the sixth the size of the modern broiler, so it's much more slow growing. They get the vascular lesions of woody breast, and they get some of the myofiber lesions of woody breast, but they don't develop the wooden breast that you feel grossly because they just probably don't grow to a big enough size. So I, so I think the, that's one of the reasons I think it might be an infectious disease because these birds get it even though they're, they're uh, different genetics than the, the modern genetics we have today. And what's the connection, if anything, with nutrition? Well, so there's probably a, a good deal of, of connection. Um, Muscle fibers require a lot of uh, nutrients, a lot of resources. Uh, they're a high energy tissue. And so anything that disturbs um, the nutrient balance in that tissue, so uh, mostly energy, but also um, the calcium and phosphorus, those things can impact muscle. Um, also some of the antioxidants would be important for that. So I think anything that uh, nutritionally would um, impact muscle health is gonna uh, increase this disease, negatively impact muscle health. Really. So lastly, uh, I mean, this is a, 
a problem that's been with us now for a couple of years or doesn't seem to be an immediate solution, but what can poultry companies do to try to reduce the, the incidence of, of woody breast? Yeah, I don't know if I can make specific recommendations because, I mean, we really don't understand um, what this is and how how the disease uh, is spread, how is it manifested. Um, if uh, we would have a total different set of recommendations, right? If it's an infectious yeah. disease, we would have biosecurity recommendations. If it was a genetic disorder, we would encourage selection against it. If it was a um, purely management-driven thing, we would we would uh, ask them maybe to slow the growth rate down. But that's really the only thing, um, anything you can do to support muscle health and um, those birds uh, growing at a rate that uh, they don't get super muscled, I guess that would be the thing to do. Okay, well, we'll leave it there, but it's uh, certainly a fascinating topic to watch. We have been talking to uh, Luke Forrest. He is associate professor and a veterinarian and specialist in anatomic pathology at North Carolina State. Thanks again.